Alright. Ready or not, here we go. Alright, video's working. How's everybody doing? Well, I hope. Hope y'all are doing well. Welcome on in to another lovely, exciting, episodic of Americana, the American Way. I'm Big John. I am distracted looking around. So, we had a meeting between two world leaders today. Vlad, Vladimir Putin, 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 Rutin, Tutin, Putin, and Joseph R. Biden. The R stands for, and I don't care. Uh, it was interesting, I guess. Not a lot uh, was obviously done in public. It was mostly a closed door meeting. Uh, we'll get into some of the Biden isms that were spewed out in President Biden's press conference. Uh, I have not watched all of, or any of, well, no, I did. I watched the first few minutes of Vladimir Putin's uh, press conference, but we'll play the the biggest problem I had with President Biden's press conference, as I do with all of what he does and says to the press. Uh, his first press conference. Thinking. I don't have my thinking cap up here. It's in the car. Oh, uh, uh, we'll get into that. This is Big John on the... Yeah. Damn it, you listen to Joe Biden enough, you start to talk like him. Big John on Americana, the American way. Find me on Parlor at The Real Big John, on Rumble and all the podcast platforms at Americana, the American Way channel. Here we go. Here's the start of President Biden's question and answer segment. I'll take your questions, and as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. So, uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. I'll take your questions, and as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. So, uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. I'll take your questions, and as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. So, uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. Okay. So, problem number one with President Biden's press conference was, is, and was, were, has been, always will be. He, (laughs) he, um, has to have everything scripted. He has to have a list of people to call on. He has to have a list of answers ready-made. 
if you watch the press conference and you can get the full video before it's uh, totally edited or off social media. At the end, uh, the young Ducey kid from Fox News, which I'm not a Fox News fan, but Fox News uh, pressed him on a question about China and opening up to the world on uh, COVID and, you know, the agreement he signed on to at the G7 to make uh, China more open. And he did something that if Trump would have done it, it, the media would have been all over Trump. Said, you know, China's trying to open up and be transparent and be uh, a good player on the world stage. Not his exact words. But he talked about uh, China trying to be more transparent about the origins of this coronavirus and from all media reports left right and center China is not being open about the origins of the pandemic Uh, Dr. Falsi is all over the place on where who and how the virus got out of China and into the world and it's just you know it gets my goat that you know Trump and whoever else would get lambasted for these things by everybody I don't know if that light's helping you see me better or not Uh, anyway but the answer he gave was, you know, he's working with the world on a way to identify the next pandemic and how to stop it before it spreads. Well, he had a couple chances to do this before when he was vice president under President Obama and it didn't happen so now he's going to do something we've had years and years of warnings if you watched like the Discovery Channel History Channel uh, things even the mainstream news and this and that to prepare for pandemics and our government did nothing but anyways we're not talking about the pandemics and stuff here Um, some of the Biden-isms I guess you would call it uh, you know he started out with I have a list of people I'm going to call on if you listened carefully to that soundbite, he said, they gave me a list, which means his press corps, his staff, gave him a list of people to call on. Putin took questions from international media uh, at random 
in his press conference, and Putin's press conference was longer than Biden's. Biden's was about 30 minutes, like I said. Uh, at one point, he called Vladimir Putin Trump. That was only one time. Yeah, uh, he confused the words concert and concerted and had to correct himself. Uh, he said configly jiggly. I don't know what the hell that means. But he's, uh, he said that Putin wasn't ready to get configly jiggly or cofigly jiggly. I don't know what cofigly jiggly is. But anyways. <laughs> When talking about or asked about, you know, how he was asked a few times, how will we know that, you know, Russia is abiding by what you guys discussed and agreed to? Uh, and by one of his responses was the the proof of the pudding is in the eating. So first of all, the saying goes, the proof is in the pudding. Second of all, if you don't know what you're about to eat is pudding or not, I mean, that's how that statement sounds, right? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Then why the hell are you eating it? I don't get it. I don't get what 80 million people thought was so great about this guy. But then again, he was kept hidden in a basement somewhere, so you couldn't hear him say all these things. The truth about the pandemic uh, and things of that nature were hidden. Uh, the, the things on Hunter Biden's laptop where, you know, 10% uh, for the big guy, meaning hold 10% of what bribe China gives us back for the big guy, Biden himself, who is vice president. All of this was held back and would have had an effect on the election. Like something like 17% or so of Biden voters said if they knew these things, if the media was more open about him during the election, then they would have changed their vote. Now, the media is still protecting him. You're going to hear, you know, short sound bites of the things he said. You're not going to hear the more than 20 times that he stammered and got his words confused and couldn't put together a thought. Yes, I counted, and I was lenient, so I counted more than 20 times. I actually have 20 tally marks on my notebook, notebook, and that's not counting the few that I let slide. Uh, he wanted Putin, he says in his opening statement, he wanted Putin to understand why he says what he says and why he does what he does but he's not against Russia so he wants Vladimir Putin to understand you know why he talks tough against Russia 
why he takes you know strong stances against Russia, but he's not against Russia. Uh, he said that we will not tolerate election interference is one of the things he said to Putin. It's funny because we interfere, America interferes in elections all the time. Now this is, of course, going back to the fake Russian gate election interference in 2016. But the thing is, if you watch, uh, I think it's called PsyOps, or, uh, well, go to millennialmillie.com and she has a couple documentaries and the first one is talking about how the United States has computer people, hackers, geniuses. I wouldn't say hackers, uh, our, but our military has people that sit in various places around the world and go into chat rooms, blogs, Reddit, and post things to alter the thoughts and opinions of people in other countries to deter them from attacking American citizens and our military abroad. And some of these uh, high-ranking military leaders that have used and been in command of this operation have brought it back to America and have opened private corporations that work for political candidates like Barack Obama. They tried to work for uh, Donald Trump, but he told them no, which was good because that uh, company got in a, a lot of trouble and got caught. But what they do is they look at the algorithms, they look at what people are saying on social media, they create ads, posts, memes to influence the way people are thinking. The same thing that they do overseas, they've just brought it back to America. So, <laughs> again, pushing the fake Russian interference that cost Hillary the election, bullshit. P Hillary lost because people hated Hillary, okay? If Trump lost, he lost because people hated Trump. Uh, I don't, they hated him as a person, and I think if what well, the media would have given him the leniency that they gave Hillary, Obama, and Biden, he'd be in a second term right now. But, it is what it is. Uh, Biden went on to say, we need to set rules for everyone. One set of rules for everyone. And he means everyone in the world. You know, we all play by the same rule book. Folks, every country spies on every other country. The United States spies on China. China spies on the United States. Russia spies on the United States. The United States spies on Russia. <coughs> We're all... Everybody's watching what everybody else is doing. You know, trying to tap phone lines. Trying to hack into computers to see what people are really saying. Uh, all these things go on uh, around the world. 
and every country is doing it to every other country. It's not just the U.S., it's not just Russia, it's not just China. Those are just the ones that I set off the top of my head. But there, there are very few international norms and regulations, honestly. We want to pretend there's a normal, normal way for the world to operate. But at the end of the day, all countries, nations, states, government entities, whatever you want to call them, are self-interested. And they're doing what's best for themselves. (laughs) You're stupid if you think uh, we're all going to hold hands and sing Kumbaya around the world. And Joe Biden actually said that in his press conference, uh, that not about the one set of rules for the world, but for uh, between him and Putin, this wasn't a hold hands and sing kumbaya like we did in the 60s. Oh, gosh. Uh, He said that he didn't want an accidental war started from weapons of war I don't uh, I don't think there's ever been an accidental war ever but he said that there are weapons that are so easily triggered that they could set off a war between the two countries that's a lot a bit disturbing uh that we have weapons that aren't... I mean, is he implying that we have weapons that are not under human control? That, what the hell weapon does any country have? And it's possible, I guess. But a weapon that could be set off and cause an accidental war. But this is what he says he said to Putin. I just found that strange. Uh, then he says he told Putin to stop, stop the hacking of America's critical infrastructure, and he noted by individuals. So he's telling the press, anyways, that he's not blaming the Russian government for, let's say, the pipeline hack or the beef industry hack that he says came from Russia. But it could be an individual. And he said that states need to become... Again, I'm talking states as in countries. Not states like Florida. Or New Hampshire or something. But governments need to... Hold people accountable that are doing this hacking, this ransomware. You know, he asked Putin how he would like it. Supposedly, he asked Putin how he would like it if somebody in New York or Florida hacked into uh, the Russian pipeline. And, you know, he said that Putin responded he wouldn't like that. Or he actually said Putin responded that wouldn't happen. So I don't know if he meant that. You don't know what the fuck Joe Biden's talking about. So I'm not sure what he was, how he was quoting Putin on that. But 
anyways. Uh, he gave, this is the stupidest thing ever. He gave Putin a list of industries and critical infrastructure that should not be hacked. Like the Russians don't already know what our vital industries and infrastructure are, for one thing. And secondly, why would you give another country if you suspect they or their citizens are hacking you, cyber hacking you, a list of things not to hack, that this would be detrimental to the United States? Uh, He said, you know, if we're hacked cyberly by Russians, that we have a way of fighting back uh, through the internet, World Wide Web, cyber attacks, and that we would use those. So, uh, you know, a lot of people think, you know, future wars, even though China is building up a a large standing army, uh, the United States, of course, has a large standing army, military, I should say. The future wars will be fought over the internet through, you know, cyber hacks, you know, turning off the other country's power grid, uh, hurting their oil supply, food supply, through hacking computers and uh, viruses through computers to destroy software and hardware and things like that. Uh, but I, I thought that was pretty damn dumb to spell out for your possible, I won't say Russia's our enemy, but a possible enemy. These are the things that we don't want hacked, that this would hurt our country. But you get what you got. Uh, this was a closed door meeting. And then. You know, they brought in advisors and other staff. Um, When Trump met behind closed doors with the same Vladimir Putin a few years ago, it was a conspiracy. Oh, what's Donald Trump saying behind those closed doors? Why aren't we seeing those questions from the media now? Why are we not hearing the questions of, hey, why weren't uh, more uh, dignitaries and ambassadors uh, and people in the room when Trump and Putin met. Uh, Now, Biden said, you know, he and Putin met for about two hours uh, and Biden flubbed up and called the uh, Secretary of State his uh, Secretary of, uh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Secretary of State. He started calling him the Minister of State, or the Foreign Minister, which is uh, what a lot of other countries call their Secretary of State. But again, another Bidenism. But uh, the Secretary of State was in the room for the entire time, uh, probably to help Biden stumble through this. But for the most part. The most of the majority of the meeting was Biden and Putin. 
why isn't the press calling out saying well what conspiracies were going on behind closed doors is it because you know the of course the press was still pushing the fake russian narrative that trump was a russian insider he was a russian plant to destroy america when you know truthfully and like biden said the other day he's biden is only 20 120 days into his presidency but over four years, Trump was more uh, stern with Russia. He was harder on Russia with sanctions and policy than any other president before him. So, their approach will. President Biden take is the press going to call anything he said or did uh, in this meeting out on the carpet Uh, anything he says he said anyways so only time will tell we've got a few more years of uh President Biden, and then I feel at some point in the next two years, we'll see uh, Vice President Harris ascend to the presidency, which I will like and loathe, Uh, you know, uh, Historically speaking, being a student of history, yeah, I think it will be fascinating that in my lifetime, I will get to see the first woman of color president of the United States, uh, the first female president of the United States as well. Uh, But I will loathe it because she's inexperienced. She is a freshman senator playing vice president. Uh, She has no experience as a world leader. And I don't think she has the personal experience, intelligence, life experience to be president political experience, whatever you want to call it. You know, say what you will about Donald Trump. He was an international businessman. He dealt with foreign leaders in his private business dealings. He was not (coughs) just a reality TV star (coughs) as they tried to degrade him to. He was a billionaire with world experience. Experience talking to other nations' governments, other nations' rules, norms, cultures. So, this is where we are in America. Um, Let's pray for the country, pray for each other, 
And as always, God bless you and have a great day. Thank you for listening, watching, whatever you're doing. And we'll see you the next time.